This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a risk-free bet for up to 500 bucks. Terms and conditions do apply. Go get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bet. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry into the Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. All right, DJs, it's the betting show for the Open, the British Open, whatever the hell you want to call it. That's an argument I'm sick of on Twitter. Uh, it's my boy, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, what's up, baby? What do you prefer, by the way, British or Open? I mean, I used to just call it the British Open, but I've been doing this for so long, I feel like I have to say Open now. Yeah, I mean, we're in the industry now. We have to be proper. and have to be The Open Championship, or just proper. the Open. Proper, yeah, exactly. The champion golfer of the year. Yeah, that's that. I think that's fucking funny. Like, yeah, that's great. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's funny. Listen, whatever it is, what it is, man. Like, I don't. It's just another stupid fucking argument on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah. who really gives a shit? Like, who do you care? Why do you care? You're from New Jersey. What do you give a shit? What you're calling the British Open? Like, what do you care? Like, it makes no sense. Like, it, it, Twitter's been. Hi, hi, how long have you been on Twitter and social media? People <laughs> argue about all that stuff. That's why I'm not on it anymore. Life is yeah. life is more positive over here. Yeah, but you get all types of. You know, listen, it's life is better on Twitter if you know how to filter stuff. I'm not great at the filtering. Um, I'm better exactly. at it though. I'm better at. It. I've muted a ton of words, and that's really helped. NFT, uh, Top Shot, uh, all that stuff, just fucking muted. Couldn't deal with it anymore. That was it, uh, and and some other ones that I won't go go through. There we go. Well, anyway, so obviously, like. Like all the majors, this is our favorite show of the week. This is our bread and butter Bad show, baby. Yes, we love this stuff. So we'll get to some housekeeping stuff first. I'm in a great mood tonight. I'm in a much better mood than I was last night. I finally got, you know, kind of my bearings. I got all, you know, some work done with some columns. Got some, you know, last minute research, and I'm feeling pretty good about my bets. Yeah, let's get right to it. So why don't we go with tea times? We finally got them released oh, today. I know. Thank God. Yep. So I'll go over a couple of notable ones, and this is important to know it because. Coverage, so they're five hours ahead over in the in the UK. Yeah. So five hours East Coast time, guys. Yeah. So uh, pro tip, or not really pro tip, uh, just uh, a uh, painful reminder that uh, the good folks at NBC are deciding to put the coverage on their premium Peacock service from one thirty to four a.m. So listen, if you were a sociopath or uh, you know just a crazy person like I am who likes to get up at like two in the morning, you know, cook a big breakfast, you know, get a cup of coffee and start watching them, well, you gotta decide if you want to pay the extra twelve ninety nine or whatever it is, or twelve bucks. It's twelve bucks. How I, much? I, how much money you throw in on some random golfer and in your in some DFS stuff? Like it's twelve bucks. Cancel it after the week. Who cares? Like, it, oh, but listen, the first day, like, there's nobody who I really want to watch between one and four. So I'm like, that's fine. Uh, I'll pay for it on Friday. Let's okay. see if I cancel it on Saturday. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is so Peacock free uh, service is going to have feature group start at three and then four o'clock starts golf channel coverage. I'm just going to suck it up for an hour. I'll just watch feature group. I'll follow it on the phone. Uh, that's another thing, too, by the way. There's no shot link on the phone. Nope. Uh, no, like play by play. Nothing. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so last year's uh, trying to figure out David Duvall shot that 15 or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, all of a sudden I'm like, where'd he go? Oh, he's dead last. Oh, oh at plus how 12. Did that happened. Yeah, that was fast. So well, anyway, so so the first notable tea time probably is 2.41 a.m. Eastern time. That's Victor Hovland goes off with Thomas uh, Dietrich and Ryan Palmer. And then from there, like, so I like how the open doesn't just group all the big names between like an hour window or like they just group them all together. Like they're really spread out. Yeah. So like so at 3.03 a.m. Yeah, Brooks kept it going off with Jason Kogart and Garrett Higgins. I made a joke to you earlier that like how mad is Brooks? Like, do you think he probably would take it personally? He's with Jason Kogart and Garrett Higgins. Oh, you, you know? Oh, you didn't even go. Oh, he's he was salty today. Some of those press conferences. Ooh, buddy. I know. We'll get to that when you you know go over like some things you heard on social media. So but then an hour and a half after that, like there's a bunch of really kind of bad groups in between yeah. that. Like there's some like one off guys. But the at 4.30 a.m. or 4.25, Jordan Spieth, Bryson Shambo, Brandon, Brandon Grace. That's that's the best group of the morning. Uh, and then about a half hour after that, you got Shane Lowry, <clears throat> Louis Ousweez in uh, two open chambers, and then John Rahm. That's probably the other future one. But everything else, like, I think Morikawa is with, like, two scrubs. Like, there's some other, like, one-offs that, like, they kind of – they do a good job staggering the groups. I like that. Um, and then starting to get into when the sun shines. Uh, so 5.20 a.m., you got DJ, Will Zalatoris, and Justin Rose. And then it's a bunch of kind of direct for a couple hours. Then around 8 a.m., you got Patrick Cantlay, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fox. That's a weird one that they jammed in right there. That might that must my, have been my, some, boy, my boy Ryan Fox. That must have been like someone that dropped out. Like maybe that was Hideki or something, and then they stuck uh, yeah, Ryan maybe. Fox with him. Oh, uh, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, so that's like the first of the afternoon wave, like technically. And then almost two hours after that, we don't get to another group, like a big massive group. It's uh, Xander, Robert McIntyre, Ricky Fowler. And then there's a there's a couple big ones in a row. Then at 1010, you got JT, Fleetwood, Adam Scott. And then 1021, Rory, Patrick Reed, Cam Smith. Do you know why the that group is kind of interesting? That uh, The Cam Smith, Reed, and Rory one? Yeah, because Cam, like, oh, not Cam, like, Jesus Christ. Cam Smith called uh, Reed out for cheating. Yeah, he did at the President's Cup. And uh, yeah. apparently... There is a, a burner account that uh, yeah. I, I, I forgot that this happened at Tory at Port Tory Pines. This burner account, you know, was it's defended life, yeah. for the yeah. So apparently uh, they were getting after the Open Championship, ripping them for. Apparently Reed always has late early yeah. tea times, yeah. so they think it's a big conspiracy. Yeah, he's like, I want to see the draw. Like, all right, dude, fuck it. Yeah, okay, it's it's always about you, buddy. Relax, exactly. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I might want to like. I'm trying to go for like guys who are mentally tough. Maybe I want, might want to reconsider my. Nah, life. dude, I'm telling you, that's his. That's his old lady, dude. That's his ride or die chick, man. Like that chick will yeah. fucking cut somebody for him. No she question. Is very, she is very vindictive. So yeah, like obviously, like we said last night, make sure you get your DraftKings lamps in by Wednesday night because in your sleep by the time it locks, you know, make sure all your bets are in. Um, and then yeah, like I, I would probably wake up at three if you don't want to pay for the Peacock service. Just watch feature groups for an hour and then switch over to Golf Channel. You'll be fine. That's probably what I'm going to end up doing because really the first group I want to watch is, is Brooks. So yeah, yeah. So and I think probably. But then that um, Friday, gonna, Friday might be Cantley and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they're going to be off early, and so is Terrell Hatton, so is Leishman. Like, there's going to be a bunch of guys who I, I'm going to want to watch early. So, wait, so, yeah, right. so Thursday, like, I got to take Friday off. I know. Unfortunately, I don't have the PTO for it, so I couldn't do it. Oh, so. my daughter's got some summer school, not summer school, summer camp thing. Oh, Christ. Why is her family way of watching us, you know? No, no, I'm just thinking about how tired I'm going to be at like 12 around a bunch of fucking Bar. eight and five year olds, like running around screaming for the end of their summer camp. Ugh. You're going to you're gonna have to just suck it up, man. That's right. Duncan's baby. I'm good. Exactly. So, all right. Why don't we do a weather report? So, yes, I mean, this, is, this has been 
moving a lot. And it's looking like it's moving in the wrong direction for good scoring. Mm -hmm. So there is a small window on Thursday where it looks like the course might be gettable. So the so the wind conditions on Thursday morning, like right out of the gates, guys get punched in the face with like 25 mile per hour winds. Uh, it's about 15 to 20 all the way to about one o'clock. And then around between one and five gets to be about 10 to 15. And that's when the course is probably going to be a little vulnerable. But then around like six o'clock, the winds are going to push back in about 25 miles per hour. So like I'm looking at time for that. So 8.04 a.m., Patrick Cantley, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fox. That is 9 to 11, 12. That's about 1 o'clock oh, yep. U.K. time. And who's after that? Uh, I don't know. I, I definitely Leishman, love. baby. Leishman okay. at one. All right, well, then there you go. So I think probably if, if anyone can squeeze in their round between, like, noon and, like, 5.30, that might be where first-round leader comes in. Okay. Yeah, and we'll, talk, well, I mean, we already did the lean that net right now, but I, but there is that window of scoring. But then on Friday, it's pretty much 15 to 20 mile per hour wins all day. So as far as like a win split, I think it's, listen, like it, it's only really an advantage if they have like both days, like in optimal conditions. Like right. on Friday, everyone's going to be have tough scoring conditions. Like, yeah, you can take advantage from the one to five like period, but then you just get your ass kicked on Friday. It doesn't matter. So right. I think for DFS, just use it as a tiebreaker. If you'd like two guys, I would not try and sack it like in like just that period. And that, because could, and that could change by tomorrow. Right. Right. I, I, I'll put it out on Twitter. We'll put it out on Slack. Like I'll make sure to get the updated with report. I would say probably about right now. Probably about 9.30 to 10 o'clock Eastern time. I'll put it out. I'm sure everybody else on fucking Twitter is going to do it too, but I'll, I will do it as well. Right. And our reason why I do that is on Saturday, the leaderboard is going to get shooken up. It is 17 to 30 mile per hour wind all day. Nice. Yeah. No rain. Just the course is going to start drying out, getting baked out. It's going to be really hard conditions. Like I <clears throat> I was telling you before the show, I remember Justin Rose made it on the number and then just the wind conditions kind of picked up at Carnoustie over the weekend. He had rising to the leaderboard second place because everybody was falling behind him. So listen, I like just I, I as for DFS, just pick the guys you like, pick the guys you think you're going to make it to the weekend. And Probably a lot of guys are going to be live heading into Sunday. And then Sunday is going to be about, you know, 15 to 20 mile per hour winds pretty much all day. And 20 mile per hour winds at Royal St. George is tough. There, there are no trees. There's no protection. It's no. like how it's 15 to 20 mile per hour wind at Kiowa felt like 35 just because it's just there's nothing there. Yeah. So it's going to be tough. I think scorings is going to be pretty hard to come by. It's already quirky golf course. You already hear guys complaining about Royal St. George, how they just don't like it. You know, it's mostly because of all the features with it. And I, I think it's going to send a lot of guys on till, and it's just going to come down to guys who are just mentally tough, you know, let things roll off their shoulders, you know, understand this is Lynx golf. These things happen. And I think the person who has the best head on their shoulders is going to win this thing. All right, man. I like it. All right. Well, listen, before we uh, start jumping into any of our bets, listen, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games, and generous promo codes, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. So get started today, and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions do apply, so we'll get the details at WYNNBet.com and download the app today. I wonder if they'd let you put down like a $500 bet on an outright. Mm, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm like Rom or something. Nine to one. Yeah. Like a shorty. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but not, not like, not like 80 to one, hundred to one. I might bankrupt them. 
I mean, it's not bankrupting Wynn. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that would probably make him a little nervous. Don't, be, don't make my local dodge me for about a fucking month. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I am Twitterless Steve. I am, you know, uh, gratefully uh, oblivious to anything going on social media. So, but you were sharing some stuff today on Slack. So, I guess, is there any final things, any tidbits you want to share with the audience that is relevant before we start getting into it? I mean, my hatred for Bryson is even more now. If that's possible, he is. Yeah, such, he, did not, he denied yelling, like not yelling four, right? I, 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 I do four, man. I, I definitely yell four. And you're bringing up a very controversial subject, and uh, he definitely doesn't. By the way, he definitely doesn't. Like, and uh, even the the four play guys were like, I need to split screen with him aimed directly at the crowd and not saying shit and picking up his tee. Like, he he is such a baby, bro. Like, I, I just I, I can't. And then Brooks with his shit. Like, and I like Brooks. I, I, I guess I like Brooks to bet on as a human. I'm pretty sure he's a piece of shit. Like, he's he's like frat bro, like just like pulled out of a video game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have my chef with me. I don't have this. This week's food's been hard. Although I did like see this is I go back and forth because he, when he breaks balls, he's pretty funny. When he somebody asked him. You know, how are you and Bryson going to get along? And he's like, yeah, we're on the same team, man. Uh, and it's for like a week. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I can get along with anybody for like a week. It's not like I'm going to be paired up. We're not going to be high-fiving and sharing stories at night. I can get along with him for a week. It's all about business. I was like, okay, all right, I'm fine with that. And I liked it. Like, he's like, it's not a big deal. Like, whatever. Like, we're just going to go about our thing. We don't like each other. It is what it is. Yeah. So, I- so, so here's the thing about the chef thing with Brooks. And he also said something that, like, yeah, like, I, Royal St. George's is my favorite one. And that, obviously, that's going to be a lot of headlines because Brooks said it. Well, here's the thing. Brooks is really the only guy who actually will be honest and say that. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Every golfer feels that way about Royal St. George and what the RNA is making these guys do. It. They're just, they're just like, you know, like, they want, they care about their social image and they don't say it. They put on a smiley face, but I'm, when the cameras are off, they hate what's going on, too. So, you know what? Like, this, like, what Brooks is feeling. Everyone's feeling I wouldn't look too much into it. Like it's it's not I, I wouldn't say like, oh, you know, Brooks is letting this like get to his head. Well, no, everybody's in the same boat with this. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that I, I, Brooks is definitely honest. man. I, I don't remember what he was on. It might have been um, I, I, uh, PFT or something like that. One of the basketball ones a while ago. And he's like 18 holes of golf. Oh, my God. He's like, he's like, it's terrible. He's like, I don't want to be out there for 18 holes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, I but he it. wants to but he wants to win. He wants to win. Exactly. Yeah. So and, and, and he's the one guy that I'm confident. He's just like, all right, you know, this sucks, but I'm going to go out there and win. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so that and then I was telling you before uh, Armitage, uh, his nickname is the bullet. Uh, I might be, uh, this guy is, uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to have to, I might start watching the Euro tour just for this dude. He has a terrible chest tattoo. I couldn't exactly see what it said. It's a square with some words in it. He has this just like London gangster accent. That's very difficult to understand. And he just like, was like, it was a hard day today. It's time for the bullet to take a dip. And he fell into a pool with his driver. I don't know what it is about it. I, I like it a lot. He looks like a guy I could crush the beers with. And uh, yeah, I, I'm all, I'm all about that dude. Now he's, he is going overweight because of that one stupid social media post. I like it. So, all right. You want to go to my big short? Let's go. All right. So I have one player and then I have one narrative that I'm shorting. Ooh. Okay. A narrative as well. Yeah. Right. So let's start with the player first. And this is low hanging fruit. This is a layup. You can't I mean, do Bryson and, again. You can't do Bryson again. Come on. No, I'm not doing Bryson. It's, it's Justin Thomas. 
Okay. I, I think what happened last week was it was soft conditions. There was no wind. And now we're getting I'm on a golf course where guys complain about it. Like, like I was listening to shotgun start today and uh, Andy Johnson basically confirmed everything I knew about the golf course where if like, like even if you hit like a perfectly straight shot on a couple holes, if it hits like depending like where it hits on the mounds in the fairway, it's going to go careening off in different directions. Yep. It's random golf. And a guy like Justin Thomas, who I feel like wants to be in control, he wants to, you know, just bomb on the fairway, have it land soft, or like hit the green, it stops dead on a dime, and we're gonna throw in significant wind all weekend. I do not like his chances at all. And I like he's, he's off at technically the prime, like right towards the tail end of the good wind conditions, and then it's gonna kick up right in the evening for him. I don't like his tea time, and then Friday morning he's gonna get some wind too. So there's a lot of ways I have bet against Justin Thomas this week that we'll get to. That's a grouping too. JT, Fleetwood, and Scott. Yeah. yeah, you got two guys who know how to handle, and then JT is basically the driving rage pro. Yeah. So. The driving rage. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's true. All right. So the other one, though, and I complained about this to you a couple times, and I'm not going to mention players or anybody who's made this take. Stop trying to shoehorn non-United Kingdom golf courses as a comparable to like a guy having success there. So for example, no, if you've done well at Puerto Rico Open, that doesn't mean you're gonna do well here. No, if you did well at the Mayakoba, doesn't mean you're gonna do well here. All the the only unique feature the Mayakoba has, there's a fucking cave in the middle of a fairway. Here it's a giant mound that you can't see over. I'm pretty sure you can see every single pin at Mayakoba. And just because it's on the coast and there's a little bit of wind doesn't mean it's this, it's the exact same thing. Like for God's sakes, on the 14th hole, it looks like a goddamn like lace like ridged potato chip with that yeah. fairway. Yeah, it's- all the like like we're using Puerto Rico and Mayakoba and Pebble Beach and Oman and the Saudi International just because oh well it's on the coast there's some wind. Those golfers are absolutely nothing like this place. So the fact like anybody who is using that as a narrative to justify playing a player is just completely out of their depth. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And uh, based on my 2K1 research, it really does uh, look like a rich potato chip and it will just fucking go wherever it pleases. It's quite oh, yeah. miserable. Even yeah. in a video game, this fucking shit is hard. <laughs> yeah, like you probably land like right at the top of it and just skip like 30 yards the other way. I know. It's terrible. Oh, I had it's to, gonna, it's I had to hit backwards. No, I legit in the in the game, I had to I had to almost it wasn't completely backwards, but it wasn't sideways. Out of the bunker, I had to kick back like whatever to like four o'clock, right? Like I had to kick back to like four o'clock out back to the fairway backwards because of how bad the lip was. Yeah, do we have awesome. to do that at, at the Puerto Rico open? Do you have to punch your bunker <laughs> shot backwards? No, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. Sir. I don't, I, so. I don't think so either. So stop. Don't do that. Just listen, like just focus on like what they do well. If they do well, like at the UK courses, like it's just it's so different over there. Like it's a, it's an older style of play. Like it, everything's on the ground. Like it just it's different. Stop trying to use these other non UK golf courses, some sort of comparable. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. So what do we right. got? One and done. One and done. You want to go first? Since yeah. you're technically in the lead now in the Mayo Cup, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. One, one win. Yeah. Hey man, listen. Well, doesn't, okay. doesn't matter how you get there, right? Yeah. The um, wait. I think I got two wins, Lauren. No, you only got one. Sure. I'm positive. Pull it up. Um, no, the I'm uh, okay. I believe you. You track it better than I do. Um, the uh, I'm taking speed. Haven't you used speed? I'm not used to speed. I already, okay, looked, well, I already looked up fantasy national. Unless I used it on one of the weeks, I forgot to put a pick in. All right. Well, you know what? 
I've been saving Spieth until now. I'm going with Spieth too. All right. Well, I, I don't know if I use Brooks yet. If I if I haven't used Brooks, oh, it's I'm, okay. That's no, okay. You can do, I I don't think you've used Brooks either, but uh, okay, I was trying to say Brooks for like a FedEx event or something like that. Oh, uh, like the WGC. Yeah. No, just use Spieth, man. Okay. It's fine. Whatever. You're on a hot streak, anyways. Yeah, I, I had fucking I had Siwoo last week. Oh, <laughs> I Brian, why Brian Harmon? We made the exact same amount of money. <laughs> there you go. No, I I said I said this. I said the reason why I wasn't going to use Speed the Masters is I want to save him for the Open. So you know what? I'm sticking to my guns. I'm taking right. it now. Cool. Well, I didn't mean to step on your pick, man. I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. It's fine. I think a lot of people are going to take Speed this week. Nah, he's only got he's only like eligible in like twenty something percent. Oh, that's last. actually that's a great point. Well, if anyone hit. If anyone has speed, they're using them this week. Yeah, yeah, because I went. I, that's how I made my decision. I went and looked, and I was like, all right, speed. It was like twenty percent. It was it was either plus or five on either side of twenty percent was available, fifteen to twenty five. Um, and then Brooks was like fucking forty six or sixty four, and I was like, fuck that shit. I'm going. I'm going with speed. Well, I mean, I think it's still gonna be like twenty percent speed this week. So yeah, yeah, but I mean, I can see a lot of people using Brooks too. Yeah, that's true. All right, um, you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break real quick. All right, so. Uh, I wasn't ready for the break. Just move on. Let's go on. I'll stop somewhere else. It disappeared. Okay. All right. Why don't we talk about first round leader bets then? Okay. All right. So, as I said earlier, there might be a small window on Thursday between like one o'clock UK time and like five o'clock UK time, where maybe someone can get on with a big lead. But I mean, that's a small sample size. You never know. So, uh, what I did instead is I kind of just tried to look at, since 2010, like the types of guys who are first round leaders. Like, are they big long shots? Like, are they kind of favorites? Most of them are under 50 to one. Like the guys who are actually like towards the top of the odds board that are the favorite, that are chalk, they usually get out the big fast starts. So like Rory's done it twice. Um, like Adam Scott was 30 to one in 2012. He got to first round lead. DJ was 12 to one in 2015. He was first round lead in 2017. It was Brooks, Kucher, and Speed. Now there are long shots. Like Kevin Kisner was 201 before the tournament. He was first round leader in 2018. JB Holmes was the first round leader at Portrush. Gross. Oh my God, was he really? That's disgusting. Why don't I remember that? I maybe you just blocked out all the slow play from your memory. Oh, dude, he's the worst. I know he was. So he was he was paired with Brooks at like the, on Sunday, and he shot an 84. Yeah, because fucking he fucked him up. That's why, because JB yeah. Holmes slow play irritated Brooks. Yeah. So I mean, it is noble. I think take it off Brooks if you couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, it's noble in 2011 that Thomas Bjorn and Tom Lewis, the amateur back then, oh, he, they were actually yeah they were first round leader. So oh, man, I might go light this week then. Yeah, but I, I the problem is with the wind. Yeah, this no is going to be a complete crapshoot. Yeah, it's fine. I'll probably throw yeah. my normal. Fucking ten Hail Marys. Yeah, so I, I I think just go with guys you like. That's that's really my best advice for first out leader. Or try and like it, like if there's a guy you really like in that little window between one and five, maybe go with that. Like a leashman, bro. That's a hundred percent the only people I'm taking. Between, well, unless the weather reports between now and then change, mm. that's what I'm taking. All right. Well, then you know what? Then just go with that then. But I mean, it just it, with 15 to 25 mile per hour winds, this thing's gonna be a crapshoot. So good luck, everybody. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I love yeah. it. 
All right. Well, listen, before we get into the rest of the betting, uh, Playing Through is presented by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bet. Head to PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP for up to 500 bucks in bonus cash. Everyone hates waiting, whether it's out on the course or waiting for your long shot future to cash. Thankfully, with PropSwap, you don't have to wait any longer. You can sell your future for a great value or buy somebody else's pick uh, at a better price than you'd find at a sports book. Uh, so one cute bet we found that uh, we thought was nice. Especially uh, with the Suns up 2 1. Uh, you can get Ram, the Suns, and the Astros all to win at 18 to 1. Pretty good. Not bad. I'll take it. Better than the Suns ticket or a Ram ticket outright. And this is coming from a guy who bet Ram, what did I get him at? 12 to 1, 10 to 1, whenever he won the Open. Um, so, yeah, listen. So, and remember, anytime um, you want to make a bet, go to where you can sell your favorite futures and make sure you head to propswap.com and use promo code SGP for up to 500 bucks in bonus cash. Well, you know why that ticket's also good, too. So not only do you get robbed to basically 18 one the Suns are probably going to win the championship. But the MLB, they took away the ability for everybody to cheat because they took away all the stick. But nobody cheats like the Astros. So they are nobody. a shoe in to win the World Series. I'm sorry, you know, Mr. Boston Red Sox, but Astros are going to find a way to cheat, steal and uh, win that uh, World Series. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, sir, but uh, we beat them a few years ago in the LCS yes, to go win a World Series. That is true. It was a beautiful thing. I was down in Orlando. We had a, uh, I don't know, it was that fucking like 19 goddamn inning game or something like that. So it was me and Tommy's family. We're all down at Orlando. I stayed up until like fucking 4 a.m., man, like 4.30, something like that. I stayed up the whole fucking night. And like I'm literally at MGM or whatever they call it now, Hollywood Studios, like just face more drawn than usual, darker eyes than usual, standing in line to get a coffee at Starbucks. And there's like four other Red Sox fans and they're all looking at each other like, oh, fuck Christ, <laughs> like the absolute worst morning, like mm-hmm. one of the one of the one of the worst mornings. <laughs> but it was worth it, though, right? Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> all right. Let's go to matchups. Do you want to go or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. So. Okay. Like we said, we both kind of light on these. The wind kind of scares me a little bit. I only have one round one as of now, um, but I also took it as a full tournament, and it's Brooks over Rory. Round one and full tourney, minus 110. Okay. So you've, tur- so you've turned against Rory then? I did. Because you, you were high on him last night with Nagels. Yep. Yep. All right, and so then now I was talking myself play. into him. This morning, we texted about it. I was talking myself into him, and then you reminded me, and I was like, yep, never mind. Let me go yes. out. And based on – remember what he did at Portrush? Was, it, that, was, that was Portrush, right? 19 where he went out. Yeah, he hooked one out of bounds immediately. Yeah, he just had a fucking awful first round. Like, all right, maybe that will happen again. Who knows? Okay, who cares? Right. Yeah, okay. It's gambling. Um, and then I got Leishman over <laughs> Morikawa, and I'm getting plus 110. I don't know if I like that one. Listen, uh, so on social media as well, uh, Morikawa last week said he didn't like how his irons were hitting the ground. It felt a lot different. And so he's been trying to work on that in practice this week. Okay. I mean, he hit his irons great at Scotch. But, but what he was saying was, like, yeah, that's what he said. He said he said it felt different. It didn't feel like normal. So he was working on that in the practice rounds. So, okay. all right. So a little tidbit there. And then I got Reed over Bryson, even money all day. Okay. And then Spieth over Bryson, minus 120. Okay. All right. We're kind of on the same page with this. So with the wind, it kind of makes like if you try to go like a little risky with these tournament matchups, like you're asking for trouble because you don't really know what's going to happen with these guys that win. Like in perfect conditions, yeah, you can kind of gauge like, all right, is the guy going to regress? Is the guy going to play well? 
and especially at a place like Royal St. George, which is very unfair. And there's like once the ball hits the ground, there's no control over where it goes. So what I tried to focus on was guys I just don't think are going to do well this week. And they're more known. Combined. Like I, I have a better gauge of how they are tournament to tournament, what they do. Right. And then just go with Paramount's guys who I think are going to do well. So first up, I already said I'm really like Justin Thomas this week. I got Jordan Spieth minus 115 over Justin Thomas. Ooh, I want that um, one too. I yeah, that one so too. I, I don't need to explain. I love Spieth this week. I think Justin Thomas is going to have a lot of trouble with this type of golf course. So uh, I have two Bryson DeChambeau uh, props that uh, I'm fading him in. I got Dustin Johnson minus 115 over him. And I got Patrick Cantlay minus 125 over DeChambeau. I'm high on both G- DJ and Cantlay. DeChambeau, I don't like it all. I don't like the fact that... This I'm is so, going to be. I, I'm so scared of this take at this point, man. Like every, we're all saying the same shit, man. It's like it's terrifying. I think I think it's true, though. I, listen, I, I, I do too, but it's still terrifying. <laughs> I know it's terrifying, but I like. I Bryson likes robot golf. This is not robot golf. He can't bomb and gouge this place. It's but what what I mean. At TPC, he wasn't trying to bomb a gouge, and he fucking until that fourth round, those he could have won. Are it. Soft fairways, though. Like once okay. he hit the ground, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, he wasn't taking driver every time. He wasn't trying to bomb a gouge. Like remember back in the day, like, like at the WGC, the whole reason I picked him in New Mexico because he was the scientist, and I was like, this asshole is going to be the one trying to figure out the altitude and get the ball close. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I'll be honest, like we can get to it a little later. I'm a little fucking worried about, I feel like, the, you know how they always say like the, the hate goes too far. I feel like the Bryson hate might've gone too far. Maybe. I don't know. I could have just been listening to too much shit today. I have no idea. I, I'm not worried at all. Okay. Like, like we, at the end, we go over like regrets or things to worry about. That's, I'm not worried. Okay. At all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one I did, and this is an extension of my other big short. Listen, this is not a slate against Victor Hovland. I really like Victor Hovland. I think he's great. He has never played a single professional tournament in the UK or Ireland. And we're just. Really? Yeah, really. No, he has not played a single professional event there. Like, and like that chart you showed me that like this links like yeah. history. I can't find anything. Is that amateur stuff? Because I couldn't even find that either. So like, I think the close comparison would be like he played Pebble Beach. I think that might actually be his Lynx experience. All right. Listen, you didn't tell me to, to source it. I'm not writing a bibliography on it. You tell me to share stuff that I think is interesting, so I share it. That's – yeah, listen. Then you fine. yell at me for four days about it, Steve. <laughs> it was I one screenshot, bro. I just, one screenshot. I, I just – I don't know. It just – it bothered me. And listen, I think he's a great player, but – and like, and I went through it. I mentioned this in my article today. Like, I look back at all the great players and their first time at the Open as professional. Like, the height, like, I think Brooks missed the cut. Bryson missed the cut. I think Rory missed the cut. Or DJ missed the cut. Like, between, like, Spieth, JT, Rory, like, Rom, the highest finish is T44. Like, even Tiger was T24. He won the Masters earlier that year. Like, I think Phil missed the cut in his first time in an Open. Like, it's just... It's hard to go to an open for the first time, especially a quirky, weird one like Royal St. George. That's just something he hasn't really seen before. Yeah. And I expect him to just be Victor Hovland. So I got Louis Uswiz and minus 120 against him. I think it's going to be a rock fight. I think this is going to oh, be I, ugly I, golf. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah. So, like, there was a couple of other Hovlands that I didn't love. Apparently, like, I think he was up against, like, with Hatton. I don't trust Hatton this week. But Uswiz, I think I know he's popular. I just think with this type of golf course, like the mentality you got to have with this place, lend things raw off your shoulders, just understanding Lynx golf. 
I just think he's more experienced. He's going to beat Hovland straight up. And then there's a couple other DraftKings I don't have access to, but I wrote about in my column. So uh, Patrick Reed plus 100, 100 over Victor Hovland. And then St. David Wills Alatoris doesn't play over here. Like I, didn't, I know he played the Renaissance Club last week. That was soft conditions, and he didn't even play all that great. Yeah, Robert McIntyre minus 120 over him. Like, I at okay. least know McIntyre actually can finish well at an open championship. He's done it. Yeah. No, no. So, I'm fine with that. Okay. Those are my matchups. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, look, like I said, I, I like, I like Hovland for DFS. Um, well, here's, well, here's, here's our comment. So you like him because he's scoring, right? Yeah. He's going to make it. A lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of pars this week. So that makes birdies even more valuable. Okay, fine, but like, what's how much is it going to separate? Like, all right, but these. Well, fuck it, I do. Listen, yeah, I know. Listen, I was just making. I was just starting to argue. I was like, I don't, I don't want to argue the point. Um, The uh, look, I'm fine with it. Um, Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, right, you want to move on to tournament exotic props? Yeah, man. I mean, I don't uh, like. So I'm following you. uh, I'll let you go first because I'm following you on a couple. Okay. All right. So I, I, I don't do nationalities. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I have tournament specific like scoring stuff. Let's start with the cut line. So let's go back all the way to 2011. The cut line was 143 that year. First two days, really calm conditions. They had some rain to kind of soften up the golf course. I think wind was only like 10 to 15 miles per hour both days. So flash forward this year, the first two days resemble the weekend of 2011. And the average scoring the third and fourth round was like 74. So that's plus four each day. So I figure, okay, it's going to be about the same weight conditions. The golf course hasn't changed. The only thing that's really changed is just technology. These guys are better. So let's just take that. Average score 74. Let's lop off a stroke off of that because the guys are better. So I think average score of the field is going to be like 70 or about plus six through two days. Chop off a stroke of that because there's some guys always in the back that drive down the average. I think the cut line is going to be plus five. Now, this started off at 143 and a half. I love that number. I didn't have access to it. The only one I got was 144 and a half. I still like the over on it. And this is also moving the other way, like it did to Torrey Pines. Yeah. Like, I think people were just looking at, I don't think this is sharp money movie. Yeah, people are just be like, oh, well, that's four. Like, why is this going to be plus four and a half? It was plus three in 2011. And now it's plus 130 for the over. I still like that a lot. I feel really good about plus five. Oh, we're getting plus money at that? Now it's, now it's plus now. Depending on the book, at least that's a book we used to share. No, it's not. (sighs) It's plus on my book, but I, I, I still, I feel very strongly about a plus five cut. I think that's what it's going to be. I like it. All right. Now let's talk about players under par. So in 20, so in 2011, there were only four guys under par that ended the tournament. And those were in conditions that I feel like were easier. At least the first two days, it got tough over the weekend. But I'm looking at the Saturday forecast right now, and that is the tougher than any day they had over in 2011. And I see still the, so many days away, though. Okay, but it, it's not going to change all that much. Mm. I don't think it will. Okay. So, and that's still a, that's we're, we're getting 11 more guys under par, and it's only minus 120. Oh, it's wait, where you see you see 15 and a half? It's 14 and a half. Over under 14 and a half guys under par minus 120. I'm taking the under. Oh yeah. I'm looking at this weather forecast. It's kind of there is going to be wind at least two of these days. I think the Thursday Friday forecast is pretty set. Saturday Sunday is a little dicey, but it sounds like there's some sort of weather system that's going to move through at some point that bring like 25 30 mile per hour winds. I, like I don't see 15 guys being under par at the end of this thing. I like it. 
All right. And then I'm looking at that Sunday forecast. Now, this is the one that's a little dicey. But I'm seeing 15 to 25 mile per hour winds. Now, this did not work at the 2019 Open Championship because they had really remember that was calm conditions for three days and then Sunday was just a mess. So I knew that was going to happen. So I bet the winner's not going to be in the final group just because it's going to cause chaos. Well, unfortunately, Shane Lowry had a six stroke lead by the time of like the final and then no one could catch him. So that didn't work. Right. But I'm going to go back to the well again. I don't think the winner's going to be in the final group. I think something crazy is going to happen with the wind. I think someone's going to choke. And the, the golf course is going to firm up through the week, too. I think he's going to play really tough on Sunday. Okay. And I get that plus 200. It won't be in the final group. All right. I'm going to take a stab at that. I'm going to leave that one alone just because I'm hoping one of my guys will be in the final group. Well, then it's a hedge. I don't like the hedge. Whatever. I don't, like to, hedge, like, right, I don't like to hedge something. that way. I don't like to hedge that way. Listen, I'll hedge. I'll hedge if I'm looking at it Sunday and I know what's happening. I'm not blindly hedging because well, I think I, one well, of that, my that's guys going to be that's, final. That's like okay, great. Like it, no matter what happens, I'm probably going to make some money out of this. Yeah, I don't know. All right, whatever. Or you can hit the double. Maybe you got two guys in the second to last group and you hit both. Ah, oh, fuck. Why? See, why do you say stuff like that? Because I'm the devil on your shoulder. <laughs> All right, bud. All right, so those are my turn of the props. I feel pretty good on these. These are usually my biggest bets of the tournament. Yeah, I like I like all those. Like I said, I, the one the one shop I wanted to use it at, I couldn't find it. I'm gonna have to go to the stupid one. Um, and uh, yeah, the under the under par one is is interesting. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I saw it. I think I saw the local hanging it. At 14 and a half or 13 and a half. So 13 and a half, you're still good with it, right? Yeah. I I, I don't think it's good. I think it's going to, I would be surprised if it's double digits. Okay. I mean, what was it? I mean, what was it at Tory? Like, like, that was caught. That was calm wind conditions. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, and the winning score was about four strokes higher than what it was in 2011. And we still only had. Well, we had. Yeah, but it was a stronger eight, field, too. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. We only had 12. Yeah. It was, it, uh, te- technically a stronger field. Technically. So I, I think I think 14 and a half is a stretch. Let's put okay. it that way. Listen, I'm, listen, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I liked it. When you, when you texted, we were texting back and forth this morning, and I was like, I like it. Let's do it. Um, but then I just, like I said, I couldn't find it on the book I wanted to use it with. I don't want to use my balance. I want to try to dig out of the hole. Right. Um, <laughs> All right. Do you got any nationality props, any collegiate stuff? No, because it was not. Listen, so I don't even have the collegiate stuff available to me. And I was like, uh, it, it, the DK ones were garbage. I did have a top Canadian who I kind of like. And oh, it's yeah. only because it's only because the P. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Corey Connors was so bad. He was so bad. He burnt me, which means he's play well this week. But Mac Hughes plus 250. That's a guy who could pot and scramble his balls off. Like, whatever. Like, plus 250. It's him. It's it's him versus Corey Connors. I had with. Had was I, I don't hate that. He was no. played all right at the Masters, and that yeah. was for that was pretty firm, like windy yeah. too. I mean, he sucked. I think I had a top twenty on him, and he sucked on Sunday, but he still finished like thirty eighth or so. I don't yeah. hate that. No, no, I, like, that's fine. Uh, and then uh, I, I tailed you on the uh, on the JT miscut plus three fifty. Oh, we're go- oh we're gonna jump right to miscut props. So, yeah. like that was the exotic. Is that exotic? Oh, we do a separate section for that. It's okay. <sighs> I don't read. I don't read the notes anymore, man. We just, we just, we just know how to flow. Yeah, just that. Whatever's on the teleprompter, you just say exactly. <laughs> no, I don't even read. I was like, I know how this show's gonna go, so I thought you I was read anything. That is, that is fair. I will do that. 
<laughs> All right. Well, then, yeah. So JT missed cut. I think there's some value. The fact that he's missed the cut at the open two the last four years. I don't think I think this golf course is going to drive him nuts. Yeah, I think the weather conditions to drive him nuts, too. So plus three fifty missed cut. And then there's a couple other like shorty ones. That I just kind of like I'm, I'm just picking on these guys. Webb Simpson's been bad. And he's always yeah, been bad. Yeah. The open too. like he should not be like you think about like Webb Simpson, like good iron players, good scrammer, good putter. He doesn't have a top 10 at all. I don't no. think he has. I think he has like one top 20. I told you he's broken. Like yeah. he's not he's not the same web like that. I bought that narrative. I think I think I finally turned him. I think it was the players. And I was like, nope, fuck it. I don't care what I don't care what his major record is going in. Like, nope, 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 nope. Like he's he's done. Like I'm telling you, yeah. he's toast. I told you. I, I think it was last year that he wouldn't even be on a Ryder Cup team when we did our little preview. He might not. It's shaping up that way. It is shaping up that way. So I mean, so he was. I think he did play okay in 2011. Here, that's also 10 years ago. Yeah, dude. So I did a lot of shit really good 10 years ago. Yeah. Now I fucking hurt my shoulder sleeping. There you go. So <laughs> plus 190 miss cut Webb Simpson. Wills Alatoris, I think he's going to continue to struggle. Like, like it's not just the putting has gone for Wills Alatoris. He's in the negative with his irons now, too. Like, that's, that's so really crazy. bad. So crazy. Yeah. So plus, I, plus 140 miss cut. It's his first time there. Corey Connors plus miss cut plus 130. I think he's at the wall. And then for whatever that. reason, I found CT Pan plus 120 to miss the cut. Not sure why they're, I'm getting plus odds on CT Pan, but you know what? I'm going to take him. Thank you very much. I kind of get a soft spot for CT Pan. Dude, do you know what is made? Oh, you talk. It's terrible. You know. I know it's terrible. I'm just telling you, I have a soft spot for him. That's all. I have no I idea have a why. Soft spot for the bread man. I have no idea. I, I don't know. He probably won me money at DFS one week. You know what I mean? It's like, like, did he win me the Heritage or something? Oh, probably, actually. Yeah, probably. That's, that's probably what it was. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. All right. so, that's all it takes to get in the crew, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you got any other missed cuts props on GT or no? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, maybe uh, why don't we take a break before we get started into positional props? Oh, positional props and outrights. Well, listen, uh, before we do that, you got to make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for a free 25 bucks. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Yeah. And uh, go do the best ball. Kramer right now is doing a 24-hour draft. Uh, it's happening right now. Uh, so hopefully uh, everybody heard the other ad reads are in there uh, helping out, supporting them, tweeting it out, and uh, doing all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, other than that, man, uh, you know, go get your uh, free 25 bucks with the code and uh, download the app and sign up at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And, listen, last but not least, let's just go download the SGPN app. It's available in the App Store, the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all the picks and podcasts. And, listen, Toss us a review, man. Hey, we haven't gotten a review in a while, guys. Like, let's go, man. We're, we're out here pumping out content, what we can do. Listen, we do this for the love of the game. We love you guys. We love our little community, man. Give us some love on Apple, man. Helps our algorithm out. Helps us spread um, us around and uh, helps grow the community that uh, that we all built, man. So, uh, yeah, go throw us a goddamn review and make sure it's five stars. Yeah, we love our listeners. We love our fans. You know, that'd be great to get some uh, little love back to. Yeah, that'd absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, let's go to positional props. Do you want to start or you want me to start? I'll let you stat. Okay. So you don't like this guy, <laughs> I but I do. I love when you stat. And, and if this is kind of going to be, I think, gross week, like okay. just random golf, where I think guys will be missing fairways a whole lot, guys will be scrambling, get up and down for par. I kind of like Jason Day in that. I, it, it, the putter's starting to come around. The ball striking's been all right this year. His open record is actually pretty good. Again, a top 20 plus 275. It's not high expectations for Jason Day. I'm not saying he's going to win. No top 10. I think he got a top 20. 
and watch him like you know withdraw uh, midway through Thursday. But you know what it is what it is. All right, I mean, I think we both really like Alex Noren. Um, he played well. Rock and Morris didn't go well last week with John Deere. That's fine. Just John Deere. John I'm Deere. not worried about him. Yeah, like like. He does a lot of the same things Jason Day does. So if I like Jason Day, I got like Ellis Norin plus 350 for top 20 on him. Ian Poulter is a guy I've been on for a couple weeks now. I liked him a lot at the Scottish. I think he's going to continue riding the momentum again. Like, I mean, I just I, I like what he's been doing with the iron play has been better. I know he can get up and down. He's a good putter plus 350. One guy we didn't mention yesterday. Russell Henley has been playing a little better lately, too. Ever since the U.S. Open, I mean, he's got two straight top 15 finishes. Good iron player. His open record is actually not awful. Like I, I think like he's got like a top twenty in there. He's got another top thirty-two. I think I think he's playing all right. So plus three eighty for top twenty. Uh, Ryan Palmer's open history is actually sneaky good too. He has three T thirty finishes and a T fifty-eight. So he played well last week. Maybe he's got some momentum riding his way. Um, I got him plus four fifty for top twenty. And it's a hail mary. That I'm gonna write that one. And it's a hail mary. I mentioned last night is Brant Snedeker dead? Yes, he's. You dead. think he is? He's so dead. But eleven, but eleven to one for a top twenty. Yeah, fine. I'll take. That's it. not bad. That's not bad. And then I got a couple of other guys for a top twenty that I also bet outright because they got a little longer odds. Just I like them. It's kind of just covering a little bit, but I'll save my conversation for them till later. Okay. Well, it's, well. I guess I'll just I'll just run through mine real quick. So I'm actually with you on Norton and Poulter. Um, I'll write down Palmer. I got Matt Jones after you brought him up last night. I almost fucking forgot about him. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I love Matt Jones. Won me a lot of money. Um, plus nine hundred, dude. Top twenty. Plus okay. nine hundred. Yeah, I mean, it's open history is not that great, but it is gonna be real windy. So yeah, it's gonna be windy. Yeah. And, and my new favorite man, the ear, fucking plus five fifty. Come okay. on, right? All right, I like Stuart, that too. Stuart Sink plus four fifty. Love it. Uh, I, I might join you on that one. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Plus 450. Like, I was like, oh, come on, man. That's fucking, yeah. Especially his form. It's ridiculous. Um, Leishman, plus 250. And then uh, a pair of Brits, Hatton and Fleetwood, top 20s. Aren't they like plus 150 each? Yep. Listen, yeah. man, I'm trying to be better with bankroll management. Didn't I just text you last week I need to be better with bankroll management? I got a feeling we're going to be putting Hatton on a boat next week. Oh, man. Come on, man. Don't do that. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, why are you going to put those vibes out in the air? I'm not. I'm just. I'm, you I'm just. Worried. You literally just did. I have I'm, a feeling. I'm worried for the health and safety of Terrell Hatton. You like Sammy. You like Sammy the Bull telling him that uh the, that uh what's his name uh, uh Louis de Bono was uh talking shit or whatever. Yeah, there you put, go. Put the bug in John. John yeah, I'm already going to take old Terrell Hatton to sign behind the barn and you know uh <laughs> and send him to the glue factory after that. See that. All right. We'll God, see. Damn it. All right. Obsessed. Oh, you know what? I've been wrong on a lot of shit lately, so you know what? Maybe he's going to win the whole damn thing. I hope cash so. your little top 20 plus 150. Yeah, plus the outright. <laughs> exactly. I told you that in January that now I kind of regret. But that's okay. All right, let's move on to top 10 props. I only got one. I yeah. want a piece of DJ. Okay. This outright has been dropping like a stone. It has. All- I know. I can't quite bring myself to do the outright. And I already have a, I already have a lot. I kind of, he, I don't think he's going to be first round leader. So I maybe I can see how he does on Thursday. I can always lie better if I want to. 
Yeah, it might be around that number, anyways. Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say fucking uh, twenty to one, so short, regardless. Yeah, like, so fifteen, but, ten. But I was looking. So there's only been one year in his professional career he has not had a top ten in a major in any single year, and he's not had a top ten yet. So plus two ten, he's due. Ooh. He played well, at Royal St. George, twenty eleven. Okay. I, I'm I'm on for D. That's how that's my starting point for DJ. Along okay. with the match if I need to, but. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I'll, I'll look and see how he's doing. Might lie bet him, but on right. top 10, that's fine for me for right now. But that's it. That's the only one. I didn't really like the value of everything else. Just with the win, too, there's going to be a lot of chaos. I think DJ is like one of the guys who, like, all these guys complain about the golf course, complain about the conditions, or complain about the fact DJ about the gives fact. no shits. No, he doesn't. And, like, he's just going to go out there and just play golf. So if I'm going to bet a top 10 and kind of shorter odds, that's mm. going to be my guy. I kind of like that a lot. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Do you got any other top tens or no? Yeah, I do. I got two. Uh, I went super square uh, with uh, Rom. I'm I'm laying one ten. I don't give a shit. Like listen, I don't that? care. Like whatever, man. Like he, I, he, he's backdoor top ten. Everything. He's in great fucking form. I hate the fucking short number. Like he's. I'll take a top ten. Like that's a that's a foot. That's a that's a. He's a heavy favorite in football bet, and I'm basically picking money line. Okay. Right. To to come to come in top ten, like I'm fine. Sure. That's how I that's how I talk myself into it. Don't pick it apart. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then I don't judgment free zone, man. Okay. All right. That's a lie with you, by the way. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Then uh, I took uh, I took Brooksy uh, top ten. I got about plus one eighty five. Whatever. I'll take that. That's pretty good, actually. I'll take it. That's good. It's not bad. It, it was a really. I saw one eighty five, and I was like, I kept looking at it again. I was like, that doesn't even seem like. I don't think. Run. I don't think I had a number as good as that, but I'll yeah. have to. I'll have to look again. I just thought one eighty five was a very strange number. That 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 seems like just no brainer. Just take it. Yeah, just take it. Like, like what was the, what was the last night? Uh, well, the show hasn't happened. Like Kramer's like top thirty for Louis, like minus one ten. I'm like, eh, I don't know. That could go wrong. But like, yeah. almost two to one for a top ten for Brooks. Like, yeah. All right, maybe maybe that's the play. Yeah, I like it. All right, I, I, I'll I'll take another look at my book and see if yeah. they have that. All right, New York needs to get his shit together so we can have access. We can have access to the DraftKings. I know. Well, it's gonna be another what six seven months. Ah, that's fine. Whatever, man. Yeah, at least you'll have it legal. Just in sportsbook purgatory. <laughs> All right. Any last minute regrets? What do you got? Or anything you were not able to get on? I don't know, or anything you think you're wrong about. Uh, so I, we kind of talked about this earlier, like, like, like this is offline, like the echo chamber, man, like of golf Twitter, like seeing a lot of the same names that I like. I fucking hate seeing that. I do. Like, I really do. <laughs> and, and it just makes me worried because I have a, I'm not very diversified this week. Like, I, I feel like. We have talked. I feel like we've talked about this for like two weeks. I feel like we've done our research. I feel like, all right, hey, this is who I'm comfortable with. This is who you're comfortable with. We're pretty aligned. It's pretty terrifying. But that's just me. Like I, that's still just the old like Red Sox fan in me. Like, uh, what what's gonna happen to me next? It, it's something that's just in my DNA, and just just scary. That's all. Like I don't know, man. Like I, I'm pissed that you got a better leashman number than I did. I know you got somebody longer odds, like where I was like, fuck, I wish that was it. And I think he's down to like 50 now. I can't remember who it is, but I like that. Like, whatever, man. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, no regrets. No regrets. Okay. Um, 
I don't many either. I think I wish I, I didn't get on many so many outrights. I wish I saved some bullets, but I mean, I I just I got sucked in. Like there was a lot of guys under sixty one I just liked. Yeah. So I just I went with it. Like so I, I didn't spend a whole lot towards the top. So it's kind of fine, but like yeah, yeah I wish I wish I saved some bullets. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm a little worried about Rory. I'm worried that I'm j- I just dismissed him. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come through the. But you know what? Here. But you know what? He's, he's but he's he's mushed, so it's fine. All right. Okay. Yeah. So just remember that. Okay. Um, I think I'm worried about. I'm worried about. I'm just assuming Patrick Reed. I think he's just gonna be good this week. Really? Okay. Yeah, I am. I feel like I've made this argument a bunch of times, and it just hasn't really gone well. Yeah. I mean, look, I, we both have, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true, but I, I don't know. I just this feels like his type of golf course, and I guess thinking about it, like I, like I mentioned it a little bit, I'm just a little worried that everybody's so off Bryson, and he's just such an unlikable prick, and everybody is just so quick to dismiss him. I feel like we talked the same way about Wingfoot. There's no way he's going to take apart Wingfoot. Yeah, but like that's that's a golf course where he can right. plan out to the green. Listen, that, listen, that's fine. I'm just saying. I, I'm. I, I, I'm it's I'm not a regret. It's a it's a it's a nagging little like Grim Reaper behind my head. Like I also think like like yeah like this is a narrative thing. I think the fact that he just brought in an assistant club pro to carry the bags with him that I don't think has much caddy experience, let alone over in the UK. I think yeah. that's going to be a problem this week. Well, they jumped in a pool together, Steve. It's going to be fine. Oh, that, all right, perfect, great. Yeah, maybe they maybe they jump in the Himalaya bunker too, or into the English Channel after he missed the cut. What about what about ignoring? The younger cats. Like, I feel like that's that was my last point. Yeah. And we're going to get to all my little trends that I found. And I'm, yeah. worried, well, I'm worried about two things. A, some of these guys is just going to break the mold and I'm going to go bust. Right. Exactly. And B, I'm worried Rom is just going to smoke everybody and it doesn't matter. I know. Yeah. Because I, I have 0.0 good or bad on Rom. So he's not. I, I was tinkering today with the DFS and I'm going to be probably overweight to the field because I am, uh, what's the word? Um, I'm very cocky, but, but I have no right to be about like the six K guys. I like, <laughs> that's, very, that's very bold, sir, <laughs> but I have no right to be like, I know I don't have a right to be, but I'm like, dad, these guys are going to make the cut. Uh, and that's, and that's the way I'm getting my exposure to Ram. Okay, I'm almost hoping he has like a mediocre like first day, and I can get him at a better number because right. I, I still have that sneaky feeling like we we talked about. You keep saying I'm in the tank for Ram, and I kind of am. You totally that's what, are. you totally are. I totally am, and that's it's and maybe, why you're gonna don the blue and star striped uh, or the blue and star flag at the Ryder Cup, drape it over your house. Never, never, yeah. fucking never, mm-hmm. never. Sir. You're up. You're never, up. Never. You're up. Not unless he bailed out of another war, then uh, then maybe. The uh, <laughs> when Rom beats Bryson to win it for Europe on September, you are going to be ecstatic. Let's do that. And and the look in your face, you're laughing, but you you know it's true. You're gonna be like, yes. Oh uh, no, man, that's that's not going to happen. Listen, I'm just I'm just not. I'm, that's not going to enter my brain again until it fucking happens. I love John Rom. I do. <laughs> uh, dude, that's love like the that worst. Happens. Oh my god, that would be the worst. Because I wouldn't know what to do. Yep. All right. Do you want to take a break before we uh, go to my no, no, we're good. Uh, beautiful, we got... beautiful mind shed? 
No, no, no. We got all. We got all. Good, we got all the way. Okay. <laughs> all done. Let's, all right. let's, let's go to John Nash's beautiful mind shed that I did. So did you? So you read the article, right? So you already know what's coming. Okay. Yep. So for anyone who didn't, so I went through a similar exercise I did for the U.S. Open, which actually worked very well. It did. It did. We ended up identifying five players, and four of them basically had almost a share of the lead going into Sunday. Yep. And what that identified, I mean, it seems stupid that, yeah, like your trends just identify the best players. Well, the point was the best players usually win the U.S. Open. So, like, it was dumb to bet, like, on all these other schmucks. Yep. But I went through a similar exercise for this and just tried to look at the, So, so ever since 20, I went back to Padraig Harrington 20, 2007. Patrick. What's that? Patrick. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't want to do Tiger. I didn't want to do Tiger just because I mean, yeah, it's Tiger. Like, why am I comparing it and Tiger? So, found about ten things that were pretty strong trends, just general stuff. And I started going through the field and eliminating guys. So, and let's go from most important to least. So, everybody the last thirteen opens has won at least once in the last two years. So we can get rid of Louie, get rid of Xander Shoffley, get rid of Fino, all the guys that haven't won anything the last two years. So they're gone. 12 of the last 13 has been inside the top 16 in the world. The only exception was Darren Clark here, actually, which is kind of scary, the fact that I'm fading it and having uh-huh. a Right. And I think 11 of the last 13 have been inside the top 40. I'm going to do top 60 because I think it's a deeper pool of golfers now. Yeah. So anyways, if you're outside the top 60, you're gone. Unfortunately, Brandon Grace, a guy I like this week, you're out. I thought he was actually going to crack the top 60 because he finished the Scottish Open. I was hoping he would. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. So, yeah. Here's a big one, and this eliminates a lot of guys if we're going to go through this exercise. 12 of the last 13 guys had a top 10 in an Open before they won. And we're eliminating a lot of good guys. A lot of guys. Yep. No top 10. JT, no top 10. Morikawa, this is your first time in Open. Never had top 10. Patrick Cantlay finished T12 at Carnoustie. Should have made that extra putt or something. <laughs> Otherwise, you qualify. You don't hear. You're out. Like Daniel Berger, like Matthew Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick doesn't have a top, top 10. No, no. Yeah. Back to one top 20. Yeah. Webb Simpson, Bryson, you're out. Like all those guys. 11 of the last 13 guys made their cut in their last start. Sorry, Rory, you're out. Missed the Scottish. You're out. 10 of the last 13 guys had at least one top 10 in their last five starts. We've been talking about like form is really important coming in. Well, this is a big one. Stuart Sink, you're out. Adam Scott, you're out. Sergio Garcia, you're out. Lee Westwood, you're out. And your boy, Tommy Fleetwood, you're out too. Yeah. Those guys had a top 10 in the last five starts. So we're left with 10 guys. Yep. And there's a lot of random names in this list. I don't, so we're gonna that, keep- I don't think they're that random. They're pretty random. We'll keep whittling it down. Ten of the last 13 guys made the cut at the last major they played in. Goodbye, Terrell Hatton. Missed the cut at Torrey. Ten of the last 13 guys has a win in the last 12 months. Goodbye, Shane Lowry. Ten of the last 13 guys are over the age of 30. Goodbye, Robert McIntyre somehow made it this deep. <laughs> and goodbye, Jordan Spieth. Ten of the last 13 guys had at least seven open championships before they won. 
Goodbye, Brooks. Yeah. Goodbye, Patrick Reed. And then nine of the last 13 have a win this year in 2021. And the last four guys all made it. So we're left with four guys who satisfy every single one. Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Paul Casey. Yeah. Phil Mickelson. Which he's not. And Mark Leishman. Yeah. Now, Mark Leishman is interesting because technically he won that team event with Dan Smith. But I'm counting it. It's a win. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Absolutely. It's a win. I'm not. And, and, we, and, and we decided to count. Remember, we decided to count. Well, and that's also never been like tested before. Like right. no one had ever won the Zurich. So I had to make a decision if that count or not. I'm just going to count as a win. But here's the other thing. Too. This is 10 things. And a lot of them are like, all right, only nine of 13 or 10 of 13. So I look back at all these past winners and I weighted it. I did like a composite index. So I'm like, OK, like if you, you like you'll get a full yet, like one point if you won the last two years, you only get like. 10 thirteenths of a point if you're over the age of 30, stuff like that. Such a fucking psycho. <laughs> so 11 of the last 13 winners of the open had at least eight check boxes. Yep. The exceptions were Stuart Sink, who hadn't won in, I think, a year. He missed a cut. There was one other one he didn't satisfy either. And then Louis Uswiss only had four. Like he was completely he was out, out of nowhere. Dude. He was oh. outside the top 50. He missed the cut in the like the last two majors he was in. He was in crap form. Like, I mean, he was under the age of 30. It was his third open, just, yep. just out of nowhere. And he blew away the field. But even like Darren Clark fit, you know, old man out of nowhere, Darren Clark was eight of 10. And like, he, was he won sh- that because he won that year. Shmammered at that press conference. Yeah, dude. it was awesome. Patrick Harrington was, he had nine each. Zach Johnson had eight. Ernie Els was kind of past fine. He had eight at that point. And then the ones that are like, like Shane Lowry actually checked every single box the year he won. Mm-hmm. Molinari also checked every box the year he won too. And then kind of with this composite index, like I got an average of like six and a half, like, but like is the score. Right. That's 11 of the last 13 was like 6.5 in this list. Okay. So then taking a look. At guys who have at least eight check boxes and like a 6.5 score, my little crazy like thing. So we got Dustin Johnson, Paul Casey, Mark Leach, and Phil Mickelson all had all tens for that. In the nines, you had Brooks Kapka, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed, Stuart Sink, Roy McIlroy, and Brandon Grace. The only thing Brandon Grace doesn't check off is he's not top 60 in the world. Otherwise, he's been doing great. Where's Leachman? Leishman's 10. So he's okay. got all 10. Okay, yeah. but you, you you didn't say him. No, I didn't. I, I said DJ, Casey, Leishman, Mickelson. Okay, okay. Maybe okay. I'm in here. We're scared. Number, okay. And then guys with eight. These are kind of the grizzled little veterans, though. Mm. But there's one surprise that caught me by surprise with eight. Adam Scott. Mm. Shane Lowry. Yeah. Sergio. Yeah. Terrell Haddon has eight. Let's go. And Harris English has eight. Really? I know. What's his it's number? weird. That caught me by surprise. What's his number at? I've heard people. I've, so I've listened. His to number him. hasn't moved all that much. I mean, it's moved on some books. I've seen, I still see seventy-five on him in some books. Uh, that's probably that's probably worth twenty-five bucks. Okay. So I've heard, I, some, I've heard some other people talk about him too, and I think we we touched on him on the DFS as far as like his ownership and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. He just he he just looks like such a fucking goober. Can you picture him as being a? I don't know. I mean, he is from Texas, so he plays. Okay, okay, what's the difference between like Gary Woodland's career or Gary Woodland's career and Harris English's career? 
English is his best. What's the difference point? between Harris uh, English's uh, career and like Francesco Molinari's career? Yeah. Like Molinari had a really hot streak, but other than that, other than that, yeah, you're right. Spent, you're right. Like, what's the difference between Shane Lowry and Harris English? Uh, Shane Lowry is a is a man of the people. Okay, but his career though, he won a WGC. He's never been on a Ryder Cup team. Yeah. It's really about it. I mean, Harris English has, he finished top five in the last two U.S. Opens. The guys are playing good. So, If you're not first, you're last, Steve. If you're not okay. first, you're last. All right. Well, I'm just saying that I, <laughs> when you break it down like that, I know. I just think don't we have to take seriously. So, and then, like, guys who have seven, like, checked boxes. I mean, you're John Rahm, JT, Mark Hell, like, all your really good guys because they're right. all really good for him. But, I mean, 11 last 13 had at least eight. And they only Pretty seven. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. So I kind of, I kind of based a lot of my outrights. I took a, I took a couple of guys with less than eight, because I like their odds, I like their form, I like some of the things going about them. But I kind of stuck to a lot of those things. Like, how are you doing lately? Do you have a lot of opens? Are you, you know, like, are you over the age of thirty? Kind of like, I mean, just like that stuff. Have you been good at the opens? Yeah. Like just Absolutely. stuff like that. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm feeling kind of. Feeling good. good about where I'm at with this. All right. Listen, uh, listen. Last time, last time we did the system, you said five. I said two. <laughs> well, <Right? laughs> I'm not surprised it's a bigger pool because the opens yeah. you, you can't eliminate. All right. Anything. All right. And so I, I think I'm, I think I'm with you. I mean, listen, fucking literally. I think they're all. In the, I think they're all in the system. Okay. All right. Well, while we well, we're not helping anybody but telling anybody who we already bet. Let's clear the board. The other board. Let's go to win bet. I sent you the link if you Yeah, checking. I got it. I already okay. got it up. I already got it up. I'm a professional, Steve. There you go. <laughs> and let's go through what your card would be if you started from scratch. All right. So if I started from scratch, I'd still take Brooks. I don't give a shit. 18 to 1. I'd still take Spieth. Mm. I might put. I might put a small bet on Bryson. Just because the number is stupid, and well, I, I get, I get everything. I get it. It's fucking thirty-three on WinBet. That's just dumb. It is. It's dumb. Victor Hovland is thirty. It's it's dumb. It's, 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 it's a it's dumb, dumb number. But I didn't. Dumb, I didn't. I said I, light. I said light. Like twenty bucks. Like throw twenty bucks on just in case. That's six hundred and sixty dollars. You wasted. You wasted twenty dollars on less. I I've yet. I've yet to see a thirty on Bryson. I'm I'm still seeing like 25s. So. Oh, I've seen 30. Dude, my locals got him at 35. Uh, our old books got him at 35. He's hanging 30. It's dumb. I, 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 yeah, you got to bet him at this. You have to bet him at this price. It's fucking stupid not to. It's dumb not to just based on value. I don't think I'm gonna cave to your peer pressure. That's fine. You know I'm right. You know I'm I right. know I know you have to bet it, but I I feel good. They it's gonna go poorly for him this week. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and I think it could go. I, listen. Once again, I've spent twenty dollars on way worse, so I will do that just because the number is wrong. And if if I happen to be completely wrong about my take on the British Open, then hey, look at that, I could made six hundred bucks. Okay, or offset my other shit. I can uh, still sleep. I that number is not going to go up. I can I can sleep on it and still consider. Oh yeah, but yeah. as of right now, I'm I'm resisting. If anything, I think it's going the other way. I think it's going to keep dropping. I don't. Um, so. I don't I, I I still like Hatton at thirty three. I got him. At, I got him at forty five. Forty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got that's about. That's what you got on. 
Yeah, I got him at 45. I still love, I still love him at 33. Um, he's won two of these same type of golf courses. Um, fucking goddamn British, angry, love him. Fuck it. Um, oof. Wait, where? Uh, can I get a better number on Leishman? All right, I fucking love Leishman at 66. How did his number fall? I'm double. It's, it's a it's a particular book. It'll stay down when that that still has it. Okay. Yep. I am on on other books. I think he's fifty, but on yeah, that one, it's that's what I got him at. I got him at fucking fifty. Yeah, I would it, love still hang at sixty six on that one. Oh, dude, listen, go if you live in New Jersey, go to WinBet and go bet Mark Leishman at sixty six, and then there's that English bet. Mm. I don't know. I got to do a little more research before I say it. But okay. But, All yeah. right. Fifth. I mean, that's my card. I, I would, just, I would say, yeah. Just listen. I'm still fine with my card. The only person I'm add is that br- that bright. I hate Bryson. You, I hate Bryson. But that number is stupid, and it shouldn't be there. That number should not be there. You right. have Xander Shoffley at fucking eighteen to one, and Bryson at thirty three. Get the fuck out of my face. That is the worst. And listen, I know how books work. All they want to do is fucking move the number and catch the juice. Whatever. I get it. It's still a bad number, and I still want to hit it. Okay. I can still sleep on it, and if I see a 30, I might change my mind. Yeah. As of right now, I'm resisting. I still stand by my take. So, what my card would be. I agree with you. Like the rest of everybody, I would also be on cap gun speed, the 18 to 1 each. Yep. I just, with Brooks, I... I, I was kind of taken aback that when Nagels was crapping on his open championship history last night, yeah. he's got three top tens of the last four. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's got to reevaluate that. So, and then Speed, they just like, like, this is a take I agree with Nagels. He literally is, this is built for him, this right, golf course. Exactly. Like, how many times were you used to Speed just like hitting into just garbage and just pulling something out of his ass? Yep. And everybody's going to be doing that this week, and he's the best at doing it than everybody else. Absolutely. So yeah, I love speed this week. I've been targeting him since since I think like the spring for this right. place. So that's mine. I said I was worried about Reed, but on this book it's still thirty three to one. Yeah, man. I'll still take it. And I'm breaking my rules. Patrick Canley's got a lot of what I'm looking for. Wow. I know, but it's only thirty three on this book and I like it. So you're gonna take you gonna take Cantley at thirty three versus Bryson at thirty three. Yes. Okay. I feel better about Cantlay's game and demeanor for this place than Bryson. You want to do a side bet? No. It's fine. Okay. okay. No. Um, and then I'm going down the card a little bit. All right. Come on. I need a bomb, man. Give me a bomb. Grace at 60. Leishman, Leishman. Six, Leishman 66. English 70. Yep. Like that. And this is the bomb. I don't know why there's not more steam on Kevin Kisner at 150 to 1. He's been good lately. He's trending kind of like how Zach Johnson did before he won. He played good at Carnoustie. This is going to be a type of golf course. I think that's going to suit him. It's not overly long. It's going to put a premium on like scrambling and like accuracy, precision. Like that's his type. Like if he's going to, if Kisser is going to win a major, I think it's going to be an open. He's 37. Makes sense. It's in that age range. Now, like the like the only reason why he doesn't really qualify in any of that stuff is because he hasn't won. He, he just no, he hasn't won. If he just took care of business against Robert Streb at the RSM, we would. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. We both had outright fun kids then. Yeah, but he's playing good. He's playing good. Playing better. 
He's playing better. Fine. He's trending like Zach Johnson did in 2015. And this is a weird golf course. This is going to, I'm worried this is going to be random. All right. Fine. Fuck it. Christ. I'm going to write Kisner down too now. 150. What about? Ah, never mind. I'm not even going to talk about it. We'll talk about this offline. No, why, why not? Uh, because his name is right next to it. And I told you I'm not, I'm not playing him. I'm not betting him. Okay, fine. We'll talk about it offline then. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows right. who it is. The, uh, I don't know who it is. Yes, you do. No, I actually don't. Okay. Fine. The, uh, all right. Anything else? Anything else to add? To I got nothing. It's Keegan, goddammit. It's Keegan. Oh, His number's Jesus. the same. Exactly. Fucking <laughs> bet kids. Why couldn't I bet fucking Keegan? Yeah, we, let's, let's end the podcast five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fine. Fuck it. Anything to add? No, I'm good. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll be on the Slack channel. Yep. You know, updating the weather, updating any line movement. That Bryce, now you, now you got me in my head about Bryson. Yeah, dude. I mean, think about it. Dude, everybody is going the other way. The line is 30 fucking three. Like. I'll have to sleep. If I, if I can get, if I, if it goes on 30 on my books, I, I would have to consider. You, you have to. Like but I'm also in the same boat. Like, like what I like DJ better, and DJ's around the same number. Why wouldn't I just bet DJ? Not around the same number. It's twenty to thirty-three. No, 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 Around my book. Oh, it is. <laughs> like, what so that's 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 the issue. And look, I already have my matchups against Bryson, and it's fucking twenty dollars for six hundred and sixty bucks. Who gives a shit? It's twenty bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna have to sleep on it. All right, we'll sleep on it. We'll let Steve sleep on it. After Steve sleeps on it, you can go uh, to the Slack channel. Come find him. We're gonna be spitting out some more nuggets, obviously, uh, as it gets closer to time. I'll try to do my best to get on Twitter and uh, update anything we feel is pertinent uh, prior to our uh, lock. About 26 hours from now. Ooh, baby, let's oh. go, dude. Listen. I'm pretty goddamn excited. I'm a night owl, so I'm pretty excited about I'm just going to be ruined for Thursday and Friday. Uh, yeah. All, all my salespeople are just going to be like, uh, what is wrong with him? I'm like, listen, you guys got to handle your old deals today. Can't call me in. Let's go. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, man, uh, let's say, go read his fucking articles. If you hadn't read them yet, um, he gave you a, 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 a brief breakdown on how he came there. Just go read the articles, watch the videos. Um, I know he's got another couple articles out too. Um, go read it. He puts a lot of work into it and he's fucking smarter than anybody listening. So fucking go read them. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on Boston underscore capper on Twitter. And uh, you can find me on the Slack channel. Yell at me if you want. All right, let's go break them fucking books. The last major for nine months. Let's go make them pay.